is episode 8, season 3 of Beyond This Earth. After a two-week break, we got a lot of things to cover, especially the Aubrey case, where there are three guilty verdicts in this particular case, but there are some very interesting things that surrounded this case that make one might have to ponder. The Omicron variant is here in the United States. The vaccinated are the ones that mostly have it. What gives? Twitter has gone through executive changes as a new CEO as Dorsey steps down. What are the plans incoming and what changes did they did in their security council? The CIA has been accused of the darkness and it is very bad. But a television show may have already told the truth about it. Tommy Sotomayor goes to spaces and later gets banned from Twitter. The dark reality that is to come concerning China, the CIA et al., and the reality of conspiracy theories, but be careful about what you see. Nor about Razor Fist's question about the Ephesian politics and robots can reproduce. The James Webb is being delayed. News you have missed. Keith Oberman's sick statement and what is going to happen next week, but it all starts now. On Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. After two weeks, we are back. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. That's Hollaback. And on this episode of Beyond This Earth, we got a lot of things to get through. First off, I want to talk about the Aubrey case, and I want to make it short. One of the things about this particular case is that there is some very, very interesting things that have come about this case but the unfortunate well the thing is the three men that have been convicted of this particular crime they're going to go to prison for the rest of their lives the gateway pundit put out a video that was shown in 2020 on twitter that showcases a man Many of them cons many of them considered to be Audrey and have been caught snooping around these particular buildings that were being built for the houses all over Georgia, well, all over the city of Brunswick, Georgia in particular. And so they have made the inference that Audrey had committed these particular crimes and that Audrey ultimately was shot in the purpose of trying to commit that crime in that area where those two, where those three men found Mr. Audrey. In the case when the verdict was reached, they, the judge admonished one and the others celebrated, they sent them to prison as well. I believe that this case is going to be really investigated into the future. I really don't know how a lot of the information has been changed. Let's put it in simple terms, particularly with this case. And 
I don't know if it's a case of mistake ended uh, of all these other things, but there's something really, really dark about this case. And I don't want to go into places where, because we got a lot of other things we need to get to, especially with the second segment that has to be understood in the future. I do not want to, I hope that in the future that these cases will be seen in a different light. That they're going to have to be some fundamental changes in the way things are and the way that we handle crime in this country that will be the betterment for everybody. But we're not even to that particular place yet. Let's talk about the the pandemic, pandemic dealing with the now new Omicron variant that came from South Africa. According to the sources that stated these particular things, this virus or the new strain of this virus had started from South Africa and was being transmitted from vaccinated people that were doing work with those in South Africa dealing with HIV and other and malaria. So they're saying that in that particular close contact, the virus mutated and it has dirty different strains of this particular virus, as it were. And one aspect of this is that this is not in vaccinated people. This is not in unvaccinated people. As of right now, as I have, uh, as people have stated, this is not in vaccin under uh, vaccinated people, uh, unvaccinated people. Now Omicron is pretty much all over the world and certain changes have been made in the sense where travel is being restricted. They need a positive, they need a negative COVID test even if you're vaccinated, if you're coming to the United States. One of Biden's in particular are saying this as well, but the reason why I'm not going to discuss too much about this pandemic and the world event crisis as of turn, because we're now turning the concept of this world event crisis into something else. It's really about something else. It's something much, much worse. And it's a test of a lot of other things. There is a study that is out from the American journals here from the International Heart and Lung Institute in Spawn Palm Springs. It was written by Stephen Guntry and was originally published on the 8th of November. A group has been using the Cardiac T Body Science, a clinically validated measurement for multiple protein biomarkers, 
with a score of a five-year risk of an acute coronary syndrome ACS. The score is based on changes from the norm for multiple protein markers, including IL-6, cytokine, FAS, and other particular areas. The score has been measured every three to six months in our patient population over eight years. Recently, with the advent of the MRA COVID-19 vaccines by Moderna and Pfizer, dramatic changes in the PLUS score has become more apparent in most patients. So basically, they're saying that the issues concerning with this particular vaccine or the treatment, as it were, is causing a lot of the problems with this acute um, coronary syndrome. And it is causing heart failure in people that they have never seen heart failure before. We're going to talk about this in future episodes of Beyond This Earth sometime in the next year when we come back from break because there will be a lot more information concerning that. All you need to know is concerning with the mandates is that every time the Biden gets a mandate out, He's being blocked. The thing with Mexico, he's being blocked. Uh, Well, he has to put in the Trump mandate for Mexico. We're seeing certain things concerning green cards and a whole lot of it. It's an utter mess. And we're going to see it get worse before there can be any changes incoming. Some tech news. Jack Dorsey is no longer the CEO of Twitter. He has been given to a man named Paraj. Paraj had worked with the company for many years. And some believe that he is someone who's trying to get a green card. And in the way they set up their America sets up its leadership concerning with executives and all the rest of it. Someone that has a green card cannot necessarily be a CEO unless he already owns a company outside and they want to make an American division of that particular company. I don't want to get too far into this. But there is some concern about this particular man, uh, Agual, and he stated the following back around 2010. If they're not going to make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? He tweeted that in quotes around 2010. Now, he said this at the time. I'm just going to read some parts of this. I'm amused at people that pass judgment on people that are passing judgment, so I judge them. Recursion is a beautiful thing. I feel like tagging every tweet with self-referential, but dissing custom is fun. Can we be mature and respect their personal choice to have fun? Sorry, couldn't resist. I was quoting Adjutant Madhavali from The Daily Show. The articles you're reading seems too deep for my current mental state. Um, Agua made it clear 
during an interview with MIT Technology Review last year that he doesn't give a shit about the First Amendment. Agarwal said it in November 2020 interview, our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment, facilitating less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. Paul Singer has appeared to have been successful in his effort into Al's Dorsey as Twitter CEO. This is not the end of Jack Dorsey, mind you. Jack Dorsey has decided to work more with Square, and he has now renamed it as Block. He stated that he is going to work on the blockchain and other distributed technologies in the past, and so now he will uh, work on that particular part there. But something very, very interesting on the sense that you have to be very careful of. There has been recent reports that have recently come out that the Twitter social council has started to make certain changes. Now they're going to be working with the government in order to make sure that the new rules and assertions that they're doing, it will be uh, socially socially scrubbed, as it were. So now they're working with the government, and, and if it don't fit the government's narrative, especially in the United States and the four other particular entities that are working with the United States, you know them as the UK, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, then there is no such thing as speech, as you want to put it in that way. And they've already started with the new rule that stated that if there is some, you can post certain things without people's permission online. So... It started from that particular aspect as well. I stated some things some time ago concerning what we're going to discuss a little bit concerning China and other particular places. And I stated in the following that, folks, I'm going to make this very clear. Twitter was built for something else. It was not built for the communication that was needed in order for things to move forward and move ahead. This particular entity, Twitter, was built for certain things to be passed through. I believe that all social media has been done in this particular sense, but More often than not, it is Instagram and Twitter. As Twitter, Instagram, and Meta as a whole, as they move away from this particular space, which they are starting to move away from and into something called a metaverse, which the early generations of these 3D games with women and all the rest of these things with all the things they were doing with the um, avatars and whatnot 
they were, we're now heading into that era again. And the technology that they have now would be satisfactory for a successful type of gamified society that they're trying to implement, as it were. You already seen aspects of it, and we're going to talk about a lot of it next week in our media episode, which we usually do before we do the year-end episode. So watch out for that one as well. Speaking of the intelligence agencies, it has recently come out that the CIA has been dealing and dabbling in the dark shit. And it got so bad the FBI got involved. But if you remember and you recall, the FBI were also corrupted because they wanted Olympic glory and all the rest of it with this whole Larry Nasser thing. So it's the blind leading the blind and the blind that is not blind has been denied from both of them who are blind, which I mean ICE. So ICE is fighting this war that FBI held their boys with Nasser. Then at the same time, somebody from CIA reported that this shit's going on. The dark shit's going on in their offices. Everybody knew about it. And nobody did shit. And when this thing came out, it's like, hold on. Didn't I hear about Michael Aquino? Michael Aquino, you did that dirty piece of work. My goodness. Such evil. And then the whole finders thing. And this is happening during this Maxwell case. And you have to understand they use this for blackmail. They use it for blackmail. But you know what? NCIS talked about it three years ago. Yes, I'm talking about Normie NCIS was talking about the dark shit three years ago and said CIA was doing the bullshit. Was doing the spin move. Gib couldn't stop shit. We don't know where they are. Yes, you do. They already told you. The FBI, they told the FBI, FBI couldn't do shit. Not under your jurisdiction. Just like they did during the satanic panic. Not your jurisdiction, Brad. Don't worry about it. Oh, what are, what are the DOD and the CIA here? Don't worry about it. Okay. What, are they, they, what are y'all doing here? Don't worry about it. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What the fuck is it, Andy Wayman? 
You think motherfuckers are fools these days? Y'all should be scared shitless. Scared absolutely shitless. On what is about to go down. And what y'all think y'all think y'all can accept and what y'all can't accept. I stated on a Twitter post not that long ago that all of this shit is going to go down. It is going to be horrendous. Y'all better get your ass in gear. The breakdown has to happen because we are tired of the bullshit. We're tired of it. What else is going to take his place? Y'all ain't ready for the truth. Y'all don't want to hear it. Y'all don't want to hear it. It's related to the Maxwell case. Much darker shit is incoming, bro. Much darker shit. You ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. I'm going to tell you something real sad about what we learned from the Nasser case, what we learned from this particular interview, what we learned from the Maxwell thing, what we learned from the other stories about this. It's connected to what I'm about to discuss in the second segment. So I'm just make sure that everybody is on the right place. Y'all society especially the media today mm, aspects of your media the major parts of the media the media that's supposed to do the hard work and a hard understanding about about where we are in this world how are we protected all this Mm. They have been inherently feminized to a point where they have to cover up the pain of what they found out about this planet, about how many women see each other. They have to cover up this pain, right? They have to cover it up. It's horrendous. They don't want to hear it. It's not supposed to exist. They're playing games. They're doing the bullshit. The spin moves. None of it gonna matter. We're going to come to turn. We have to come to terms with it as human beings. We have to. We stop. We starting to have. We have to. Understand. We have to. One of the things that you're going to have to accept and realize and uh, and make it into your hearts and make it into that particular thing right into your hearts and into whatever you believe in is that we cannot impose our own will against others and others cannot impose their own will against us 
You understand what I'm saying? Let's make that clear. One of the things that all these particular things with the satanic panic and they're already did was it was a power grab in the 1980s. I just want y'all to understand this. It was a power grab. I think it was one of the final ones. And in the round from what Reagan was doing with his secret government or what have you. I ran contra the whole nine yards. I believe that we when, when I was talking about China and the rest of it, and there's a video out there, Razor Fist, talking about China. I'm going to discuss this a little later. There is, I stated last week that China and certain elements of the left wing that left right after the Vietnam War that went to Asia and China to help build them up are trying to unify with the left here in the United States. They're now talking to each other. I want y'all to see it that way. Once you see it that way, there's ding, things start to make sense. You understand? If you see everything as calm, you see everything the left do as trying to bring about communism back from out the grave, then things start to make sense of how China is seen, how China's promoted the whole nine yards. You have to see it that way. You're not ready. A lot of you are not ready to accept that fact. A lot of you are also not ready to accept that the fact that we have a generation of women, two generations of women who are not capable of becoming mothers, who are not capable of respecting themselves, respecting men and respecting other women and not become a burden to people, especially to themselves. And they're not ready for it. They're not ready. And one of the things that we're going to finally begin to realize, unfortunately, is that we have not educated, we have not raised a lot of men and a lot of females, and especially a lot of mothers, have not raised their daughters to a point where they can respect themselves, each other, everybody else around them, and not to be burdens to themselves, other women, and other men. You understand? So when it comes to a point where women become jealous of your daughter because she has a certain talent, she's able to rise above their jealousy and become more successful in the intern. Understand? We haven't rate we haven't gotten to that level yet. The reason why we have this dark shit flowing around is that it is because of the inability of it is because of the breakup of the family mostly. And I'm not saying that oh it didn't exist before and it did. Yes it did exist. Yet it was bad. We're not saying it was bad. We're not saying that it wasn't bad. It was. But uh, now when it's pernicious and worse 
and what is aimed towards younger men, young men, young boys. Because we have given women too much carte blanche to overhead, to do things overhead, to I want to say this as clear as I can because I don't want to say it to say all women did this. That's not true. But there are a certain amount of women, a polarity of women, they have decided on that, that their sexuality is their only way they can speak. And they speak their sexuality to everyone regardless of whether they want to or not. They communicate their sexuality not as a form of self-galvanization, uh, as it were. Not to galvanize themselves, you see, but they do it in the sense that I can do it to this man, and I can do it to this boy, and I can do it to this girl if I feel like it just to overpower her, and I can do it to anybody else, and I don't care who I do it to. Men do it in a different way and in a, in a different way as well. But women do it in a more pernicious way because it is more covert. Men do it overtly. You understand what I'm trying to tell all of you? And the sad reality is, is that we have put men to say, men got to man up, men got to do this, men got to do that a time and a time and a time again. But it is very rarely that we ever tell women they need to stand up for themselves and they need to stand up to do what is right. And the very few women that do, a lot of women conspire in different ways to make them to go commit suicide. So that the, the, the emotionally immature woman who is still emotionally immature, let's say of an eight-year-old who has the emotional immaturity of an eight-year-old child can go there at 28 years old and still feel like she, she needs attention all the rest of it but she cannot do anything important, successful, or even at a point where she can mature at a higher level, even when she does have a child, to be able to have a family, raise it, to have a family, raise the child, all the rest of it, into a point where they can become successful and have a successful relationship with the man that they choose to be with and to the family that she is now a part of. Because of because of that, you see, if every if a lot of women have that same emotional maturity, you see, that permeates the society in ways that they try to make it acceptable for them to hurt children because women have not developed themselves into a way where they can be seen as successful. They can be seen as they. What you have is this dark shit 
is underlying a much darker problem that the next two generations of women in this society are basically emotionally self-sabotaged. Self-sabotaged. And that has to be fixed as soon as possible. Coming up next, Tony Sotomayor and how black women embarrass themselves all over Twitter and the rest of the social media sphere. The dark reality of China, the CIA and so on and the reality of conspiracy theories, but be careful about it. All this and more coming up next on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Sometimes these conspiracy theories is talking about the future, possible futures. Understand? I said that earlier. Some of these conspiracies talk about UFOs may be both correct and wrong in certain places during with this complexity. Right? There's a guy out there, um, Cliff High, if you want to call him, Cliff High. He's been saying about complexity versus simplicity. Simplicity is the key. Understand, but there's, when things start to get too complex, if we start using that too much, then People might say I'm more, more understanding of it when they don't understand shit about it. So, what we're thinking is, what my thinking is about what Mr. Greer has stated is that when people denigrate conspiracy theories and just dismiss them outright, they're dismissing aspects of anger, emotion, and other particular things. Michael Tessarian even said this years and years ago. They're dismissing ways of trying to solve problems and ways of trying to expose the problem that is done in code in order to make sure the problem can be solved in a manner that needs to be done. So when it comes to these particular things concerning with Maxwell and all the rest of it, they started talking about the anachromes and the cues and the whole lot of it. But now we begin to see aspects of what they were saying which pretty much were new stories that have not been told or have been refused to be shown 
all over the country because the media is corrupted, censored, that sort of thing. When people were talking about, oh, there's a little thing about, oh, the, the British are working with the Saudi Arabians. How is that possible? Then Disclosed UK started to talk about this story and they had the records going back to 1955, 56, 53, 55, 56. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's actually happening. There it is right there. Secret agents, the SAS is working with the secret agencies of the Saudi Arabians and they've been doing it since the 1950s. Then you have a situation concerning with the finders. They kind of hide it under the satanic panic. That satanic panic hurt a lot of people, especially the West Memphis Three. But the reality of the situation is those boys were hurt because of the things they were listening to and whatnot, which was a part of a long-standing war in the music industry, which these young boys were caught up in, you see? And they were accused of crimes they did not commit. And they were all infatuated today. But what was happening on the other side is, is that CIA was getting into some bullshit with Michael Aquino and all the rest of this bullshit. And it started to get really fucking scary. And then when the FBI tried to figure out something about it, they said, oh, blah, blah, blah. We couldn't do shit. All of a sudden, we have this particular thing that's happening with Larry Nancer. They all kept this secret, but it's really about more connections with maybe possibly the network NBC with a lot of these security agencies, especially with who they host on these particular shows and more access to it because they said something about the Olympics and who has the Olympic rights in America, NBC. All these conspiracy theories are talking about actual things they want to talk about there are missing elements into it or parts of it that have been put together in order to expose problems they cannot expose through the power structures that now exist there's also like i said earlier major connections to the future of humanity now I want to talk about something really interesting before I end this 20 minute segment. I'm going to talk about trying other things later. And in the third segment, when we're talking about now, all of these men that I just mentioned before, high Mysterian and Greer all state something about the past world. Anything we have possibly have witnessed, especially with Activision Blizzard and that the literally who's were covering up for these people by damning the fan base while at the time this whole thing with Tracer was going around, somebody was sexually assaulted in the bathroom and the literally who's know it they used it as leverage and that's how tracer got censored but the whole thing with the conspiracy theory 
They didn't get to the actual main issue, which was at the time the tracer was being erased and her moves were changed. There were major issues happening with women in those places. They did not come out until they finally almost had the whole fucking industry on one page. Now the troops start coming out. Guess what? They weren't helping women in the industry at all. They were covering up for Bobby Kotick. But they were doing the whole conspiracy thing because they did not want to get to the truth. Or they were trying to show you the truth they didn't want to tell you. So one, it was to run interference from actual incidences that actually took place during the Me Too era, which no one talked about, which only a little bit started to talk about until the full story came out. And it was to defeat and prevent the Japanese developers from ever getting a foothold again like they did in the past with their video games. That's basically what those two things were. And they use the same governmental agencies, the Twitter's safety and support group that was set up and helped with Anita Sarkeesian and the others. They're now under the DOA control, the department of, uh, 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 with entities that are surrounded with the Intelligence agencies all across the United States, Europe, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. They're all, they're now with those same people. So what they, they were all running in, 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 interference. One other thing that he stated concerning this issue is that with this thing, about conspiracy theories, that they're not just talking about what happened in the past, they're also talking about a possible future that might take place. They're about tottering and all the rest of it. That it might be producing a possible future. That is not just talking about the past, they're not producing a possible future or possible futures, as it were. But I want people to be very, very, very careful with what I very careful with this. Because you're not just talking about conspiracy. You see. There are certain conspiracies that they want to take place that will actually hurt people. Understand? Just because it's just a conspiracy doesn't mean it's going to be actively trying to hurt people. You understand what I'm trying to say? That's why Michael Tessarian has a very important quote: "Don't try to don't try to overdo the things. Words are talismans. Be careful with the words that you say. There needs to be more meaning into these words. There need to there's more complexity. There's the materialism doesn't necessarily work. Idealism is the way 
You must have more complexity on certain things that you deems on the words that you say because those words can change minds. Your words, this, that, and the other thing. Your words revolve thoughts. The thoughts become actions. Blah blah blah. When the bullshit happens, Exhibit said that. Just because I said these things, the the, the conspiracies. Be very careful. A lot of right-wingers are going to be, you listen very carefully, and I mean this honestly, okay? Have you begin to notice something very interesting about a lot of the right-wingers working with a lot of these feminists? I've been warning people about these feminists. If you believed anything that Mike, that Roland Tomasi said about the praxis, if the praxis was working for people, okay, in their own individual lives, which she made it a practice, it's not an ideology. You have to understand the practice can be fit into other places, okay? Reason why Glogo Daily is, is flunking out is because he is with a woman that doesn't support him and feels sorry for him and is pretty much sad for him. And he just, she, she feels bad for him. She doesn't desire him. She feels bad for him. And that's why he said, oh, okay, let's just be together. What the fuck have you? you know, I'll never really love you like I think I did, would. Same thing with can't but, can't but come around. And he sees a beautiful woman from um, Amazon, says he's going to get with her, all these other things, start some little trashing and all the rest of it. And then he started to say, oh, I'm finally gonna get the woman. I don't have to work out all the rest of this shit. Bullshit. Right? A similar thing happened that led into the split between the 21 convention and Roland Tomasi's folk and people that work with Roland Tomasi and do his shows and what have you. And a split happened between them. Right? It is because a woman doxed, because he was trying to do the whole game towards a woman who don't want game, who just want to destroy shit. So now I'm seeing the same things happening with this Mary Harrington and Therese and others that are in this particular sphere, right? And I'm saying she's a reactionary feminist a feminist don't want no man. Fuck that bitch. She coming to destroy y'all. This is why you keep failing. Right? Y'all keep failing because y'all listen to these bitches. Oh, maybe we should talk to these bitches. Open up the door. She opened up the door and y'all gonna get flagged. Right? A woman that desire you know that you trying to do it for the betterment of their family wouldn't be going around trying to hunt for new prey and say that she a feminist, we need freedom and all the rest of it. Come up and go and follow a movement that come and say we evil. Then come up and say all this type of things. You say you against the bullshit, but you allow this woman to go and do a little interview with you and all the rest of it and say, oh, we're good. We ain't we anti-tranny, all the rest of it shit. 
Tony Sotomayor has been saying it for 10 years now. You was all surprised he's been there and all the rest of it. But he's been saying this for years. Y'all never gave him any ear trauma until he started saying the shit. But Tony had to the heat the train and she hooked this and did. It don't matter. Her way of seeing life and the way that she sees other people, especially men, is wrong. She gonna take you down. That's what I said on Twitter. No one wanna hear it. They think it's a game. It's not a game. Let me calm down for a, whole, for a second and get you to the point that we need to also mention about conspiracy theories is conspiracy theory, the thing about Atlantis, okay? Height, I mean, not height, excuse me, high, Caesarian, and Greer all mentioned that we were once at one time there were higher civilizations that came when humanity was much younger. I can understand to a point where that conspiracy theory may have some factual basis, you see? And not only that it might have factual basis in what people are looking for and understanding about human history is also might be talking about the future in certain ways. We're not sure how long this civilization is going to last. People are seeing that we're heading towards a point, and even I said it, that we're 250 years away from all human existence being gone. So, Whatever humanity or whatever civilization or whatever type of species lives on this planet after we're gone, they will say that we're the ancient particulars and whatnot. But here's something very interesting that people might not understand, okay? And I want y'all to make this very clear. There is something very weird about... And what the normie, what norm, normal son, the scientists that do anthropology, that there is something very weird about cavemen. Very weird. And there is something very interesting about certain places like the Grand Canyon and the Grand Teton that there could be larger trees. There's also certain things about certain plants that don't exist in our particular area, in our particular era right now. There are certain things concerning caveman going back to it that leads to a credence that every single civilization in their oral tradition talks about an ancient civilization that was highly technically advanced that they could be seen nearly as gods. That's every single civilization. We're finding weird pyramids everywhere under the sea in other places, especially in Japan. Tessarian and Greer are disagreeing so much as Atlantis and Lemuria existed at the same time with Tessarian, whereas it was just Lemurian. 
But basically, what Greer and Tessarian are talking about, this is why I'm uh, at, at entering them in, which is we're talking about conspiracy theories. What they ultimately talk about is, is that there was a fall. Greer is talking about Lemuria winning to the microbes, what they call the mi mi microbes, the mi microbes, or let's say demon world, if you want to call it. Got certain types of techniques from there, and it caused the disconnect between the nature of everywhere around us, the nature of Earth, the sun, moon, stars, that sort of thing. A similar um, Tessarian is saying the aliens came down from there and started this whole thing, and that started to fall. And because the genetic manipulation and that sort of thing. It could be but both of them are true in some in some ways. It could be that there was crises on this planet many times before, especially 13,500 13, years ago, which is one of those major crises. Here is a point that they said that humanity reached a point where there were only 7,500 left of humanity left which means it was an absolute, that crisis may have been a long-term multi-century crisis that lasted that long. I'm talking about multi-tens of centuries crisis that lasted to that particular point where humanity was nearly destroyed. So it could be any of those things. But there is something very interesting in both the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. And they're saying that there could have been an ancient landmass that disappeared in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And there are places in the Pacific Ocean we have not discovered yet. Or we can't even get through. So it's very, very easy, ladies and gentlemen, considering the distance and all of it, that there could be ancients. There may have been Mu Lemuria on that side and Atlantis on the other, on the Atlantic Ocean. Very, very easy. And then you have these particular things about Hyperborea. It's all connected to the same thing. And then those strange energies that crystals do and all the rest of it. All the strange things. But another thing about conspiracy theories that people need to understand and talk about is Benjamin Braddock talks about the woke being more correct than the mainstream. He's not only very dangerous close to what is going on, but he doesn't know how correct he is. Let me explain. The woking culture is coming from a place, especially in the African-American community, that tries to discuss certain things that the power structures, especially the Democrats and the, and the communists have done in this country that cannot be explained because they do not want to leave the Democratic power structure. So they have to explain it in a certain type of conspiracy theory, whereas they can physiologically and psychologically separate the Democrat Party from its abuses. You understand what I'm trying to say? So when the Wokean culture comes and say white supremacy, all the rest of these things and whatnot, 
They're not talking about the white supremacy that said a poor white man in the sticks has. They're talking about the power structures that they were unwitting. They became unwitting, unwitting, and some of the willing participants in destroying the power structures of the major metropolitan cities in the East Coast along with communist interest in that particular sense. They talk about all these types of conspiracy theories about how they handled all these particular things and whatnot concerning with Hampton and others of that nature with Malcolm X and all the rest of it, whether they later found out when they released the records, it's true. The woke culture that you're seeing today that connects all of these things together are talking about certain things that we have just mentioned earlier in the first segment concerning what's going on with Jenny Maxwell and other particular people of that nature as well. Plus corruption going throughout all of liberal set mega centers as well. When they're talking about, oh, your teachers won't teach you this and all the rest of it, the education says this beautifully, Mr. Greer. He says that the educational system has only been doing certain things in a certain way for workers and all the rest of it. And that would have worked out, but this changed because of what they did in particular with China and NAFTA. So, those particular arguments concerning with them trying to get working and all the rest of it and the changes that they did in the 1970s and whatnot, it cannot fly anymore. And now they have to change the way education is done to facilitate this gynocentric social order. An interesting thing also with conspiracy theories is how they anthropomorphize the emotional manipulation that certain women have done throughout history by calling them witches, vixens, and all the rest of it. And the underlying major problem of why women are considered, you know, socialistic, that sort of thing, comes from the way that chivalry was used and misused later on after the Crusades that Rollo Tomasi talked about in his fourth book, Religion, which Michael Tessarian also talked about in his books, which Michael Greer also mentioned in his works and his things on Echo Sophia and the blog and the message board that he uses. The underlying factor in this conspiracy is the whole power structure when it comes to prostitution and how it is used and fits and all the rest of it and uh, how the prostitutes play it played it up as connection to these particular things such as devils all the rest of it you see but we have to be extremely careful with these conspiracy theories folks Understand conspiracy theories as metaphors for 
actual events that took place and make sure you figure out aspects of those metaphors and connect them with actual realities that have happened in human history, in modern human history. And see where that takes you. That's something you need to think about. We're going to talk about more about all those connections in future episodes of Beyond This Earth. We'll be right back after this with more Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Over hard back here. Just the little short things that we need to discuss concerning China and the future of the thing. I want to discuss that in just a moment. But very importantly, before we go and continue, I want all of you who are listening to the sound of my voice to go to the link that is connected there, the YouTube link. It is Razorface's recent comments about China. It is very important. We need to take China seriously, but they are doing self-owns. And it has been repeated on certain places that they are doing self-owns concerning with this particular issue with the world event crisis that is now taking place. Now, and I just want everyone to understand something really important concerning China, be the day. The two leftists that helped China in the past, okay? They're trying to unify together with the leftists here. That's all they're doing. They're trying to unify their two fields together, and they're trying to make sure that they will have the GAE forever where China becomes their little nice little toy similar to certain other groups in other places where they can get carte blanche to do whatever they want in Vancouver, in Seattle, in Portland, that sort of thing. They're opening up this country up for them to run roughshod. But this is the problem. They have made too many self errors and everybody's pumping them up. The pumping up isn't going to fly. You will understand it when you listen to Razor Fist's recent rant concerning China Inc. It's a paper dragon. Now, we were talking about last week, I mean, last two weeks, the difference between Hamastonian politics and Jeffersonian politics. Now, a user named Jargon stated the following concerning Jeffersonian, which is farmer-based economics versus Hamiltonian, which is banker-based politics. He stated the following. Imagine financial architecture blooming from financial interest. That's Hamilton. A floating debt, private notes is money, tax on farmer equity, that's whiskey, that's the extra things that he does after he finishes his bread, his potatoes, after selling the potatoes, all the rest of it. He makes wine, he makes whiskey, grapes, strawberries, all nine yards. 
Now, imagine a financial architecture blooming directly from agricultural interest. This is sub-treasuries, paper money, public credit. Give farmers a chance and they will figure out eventually they have the best batting average of any interest group in the whole modern world or had. As small non-wage producers, they had the best vantage point to see the whole economic machine, how financial power, commercial power, infrastructural power all worked. Any worker who worked in other fields could never have seen this clearly. That's why farmer radicalism is more profound. Workers' programs oriented towards higher pay. Farmers' programs have been oriented towards resolving the intractable dysfunctions of the whole thing, whose constant dysfunctions are inevitably bumped to those who will bear it. Basically, what he is trying to say is the farmer has a better view of the economic situation than other people in different industries. Here's what I mean by that. Farmers have to take a bet because now, because of all these other things, they have to make a bet on their crops. This is what we call ETFs or what have you. They have to make a bet on their crops, a bet on the investment, mind you, and hope that they get their monies and funding and resources back so they can plant more stuff. You understand what I'm saying here? If it was a farmer's industry with their own species, their own credit, that sort of thing, and it was backed by certain things, you understand? Then a lot of the problems our country is suffering, especially with what is going on with the inflation and all the rest of it concerning the world event crisis would have never have taken place. You understand? Small business, farmers, the whole lot of it is connected to Jeffersonian politics. And Jeffersonian politics is not central bank, but what everybody's looking for with decentralized commodities or some sort of nature where things are localized, but people can make money, that sort of thing. Or if it doesn't make money, they can move to somewhere else and try to make money better themselves. Jefferson, uh, Hamiltonian and later Lincolntonian statism doesn't do that. It collects, keeps for its own, and then only spreads a little bit of the specie out to those that support whatever political aspirations they aspire to that's the major difference and that is what ultimately america needs to fight for but we have to be very careful and figure out other ways to solve certain issues and problems we gotta think about that and i want y'all to think about that real deeply we'll be right back with more beyond this earth right after this Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is the final segment of the show. This is Novid Harback. We have a lot to get to in this final segment and then some words about what we have discussed plus what's going on in Australia, which I almost wanted to talk about earlier, but I somewhat got distracted on what we were discussing between our women are seen and all the rest of it. Um, we're going to do a special episode on that special part of the segment next week on Media Week on certain things that have happened in the manosphere that needs to be discussed and explained and how everything needs to come into the EQ. It's all related, so we're going to explain that one as well. In space news and other science news, scientists have created Xenobots, the world's first living robots, say the life forms of the first ever self-replicating living robots. The scientists at the University of Vermont, Tufts University, and Harvard University's Wise Institute for Biologically Inspired Engineering published research on last week, Monday, saying that they discovered a new type of biological reproduction different from any other known plant and animal species, according to a press release published by the Weiss Institute. People have thought for a long time that we have worked out the ways that life can reproduce or replicate, that this is something totally that has never been observed before, said Douglas Blackston, PhD, a senior scientists at Tufts University and the Wise Institute who worked on the study. The scientists say that the new research could be beneficial in terms of the uses in the medical field. If we knew how to tell collections of cells what to do when we want them to do, ultimately there's regenerative medicine that is the solution to traumatic injury, birth defects, cancer, and aging, Michael Levin, PhD, a co-leader of the research, also added. All of these different problems are here because we don't know how to predict and control what groups of cells are going to build. Xenobots is a new platform that is teaching us. Didn't I tell you folks that, and I don't miss, didn't I tell you that the institutions in academica which are left-wing, let's not get it twisted, and made sure had found something in the last several years that made them do this whole thing with transgenderism and the whole lot of it. They found something in CRISPR. They found something in now what we just saw with Xenobots. They're now doing the dance and they're doing the spin move saying that they're doing recoveries on all these other things and other medicines. But the main issue is, is that they found something in these technologies, these biotechnologies, these transhumanistic technologies, let's not get it twisted. That basically says, we're changing the way we're doing politics because of what we found that can be done with this technology. Interesting point concerning China and certain people are saying about this particular world event crisis is that even though there may have been 
incidences concerning the world event crisis and how the CCP was using this particular technologies, it has come to an assertion that they cannot succeed in the way people and certain intelligence agencies think they're going to succeed. So they have basically screwed themselves over. But in the United States, because we have different tracks of biological technologies that are all working in parallel with each other, and it turns out that there are certain aspects of CRISPR, certain aspects of this particular technology, and other particular technologies of gain-of-function research, plus with the MRAA technologies, which they now are starting to realize are not working the way they thought it was going to work, that it has become apparent that there's only going to be two tracks. And if that track with the bio, with the Xeno robots, Xeno robots are successful and CRISPR continues to get fixed, there is no telling what they could do with this technology. Plus, we also told you two, three weeks ago about DNA that was split synthetic and regular DNA and how they figured out how to create synthetic DNA. So this, all of this is gonna come to a head very soon. You're gonna see some weird, weird shit in a few years time. But remember what I just said, the politics and the culture has to change before the technology changes. Understand? So what's happening is, is that all this talk about transgenderism is a distraction ultimately from what the technologies they are showing us is happening to us. And the first step was these treatments. The first step may have been these treatments. Going on with the James Webb telescope, James Webb Space Telescope will have to wait a few more days before launching to the skies due to an unplanned clamp bland release during launch preparation. Liftoff is now delayed from December 18th to the 22nd. According to the new statement by NASA, during operations at the facility in French Guiana, technicians were preparing to attach Webb to a launch vehicle adapter which was used to integrate the observatory with the upper stage of the Arana 5 rocket. A sudden and unplanned release of a clamp band, which secures Webb to the launch vehicle adapter, caused a vibration throughout the observatory. This is certainly not the first time that Webb has been delayed, though this setback comes less than a month than, when, than Webb's planned initial launch date. Earlier this year, Webb had a new target launch in the frame of March. That was pulled to Halloween, which was pushed again to December 18th. Now the team will aim for December 22nd. However, as Nansen noted in the statement, the agency and his partners are continuing to investigate the issue as they move through the launch testing. We just hope that they can get this thing off the ground by the 22nd because it, this Webb thing looks to be aces. If it can succeed. That's the main issue if it can succeed.
after all that dodging and ducking from Chinese, from Chinese dirt up in the atmosphere, that Chinese space debris and Russian missile launches that that created space debris, NASA scientists were on a spacewalk to replace faulty antenna outside the space station. Expedition 66 crewmates Tom Marchburn and Kara Barron completed a six-hour, 32-minute excavator activity on Thursday, the 2nd of December. Marchburn and Barron began the spacewalk at 6.25 a.m. And switching their extra vehicle mobility unit to Eternal Barry partially after exiting the space station's U.S. Quest air dock. While Marshburg returned the retrievable foot restraint to mount to the end of the space station's robotic arm, Barry made her way to the Express Logistics Center, a platform mounted on the port one where a truss where the space antenna was stored. Marshburn installed a stabilizing gimbal lock in the degraded SATSA before removing it from the truss and temporarily securing it on an EL3, ELC3. He and Barry then released the replacement unit from the platform, including an unwrapping thermal blanket that had been covered to spare Sasa where it has been stored. So, basically, they they now got the fetch antennas after dodging and weaving like a aircraft, like a, a fighter jet, especially during with Chamberlain's. Y'all have played the game. Mm, mm, mm. They, you played that game. So you played those flying, flying games, those uh, fight jet games. It's not a pretty sight when you get towards Tailwind. It, 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 it's something oof, harsh. Ace Combat 7, I believe. It's something harsh. Really, really harsh. Let's get to the news that happened all throughout this week. The domestic box office showed signs of life over the five-day Thanksgiving weekend, bringing in one down $142 million in ticket sales, but in non-COVID years, it has been technically gross more than $250 million in the same period. Half of companies that raised more than a billion dollars in an IPO this year are now trading at or below their listing price per the Financial Times. Canada is dipping into the strategic maple syrup reserves to combat the shortage of sticky stuff. Microsoft CEO has sold roughly half of his shares to the company last week, netting him more than $285 million. Frenzy demand for Spider-Man No Way Home tickets crashed feeder websites yesterday, and some scalpers are willing to sell them for more than $250,000 on eBay. An FDI advisory panel had endorsed Merch COVID antiviral pill by a slim margin. The FDA and CDC now need to sign off before it becomes available. New York City is opening its first supervised injection sites in the country in order to prevent drug overdoses. Tiger Woods said he will never play professional golf full-time again following a February car crash, but hopes to play some tournaments here and there. Celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz is running for Senate in Pennsylvania as a Republican. Executives for the top eight cryptocurrency firms will testify before the House Financial Committee next this week in the first launch of such hearing in the for the industry. 
Capital One became the biggest bank to scrap overdraft fees following Allied Banks and PNC similar announcements earlier this year. Match Group will pay $441 million to Tinder's founders to settle a lawsuit that alleges Match intensely lowballed Tinder's valuation to avoid paying billions of dollars. Toys R Us is aiming to open a store in New Jersey's American Dream Mall earlier this month. It will be the only Toys R Us location in the country. 45% of U.S. households said they are being hurt by price increases by a new Gallup poll. OPEC Plus decided to continue its plans to gradually boost output each month despite Omicron denting all oil prices. Brand went public on the NASDAQ on Thursday in evaluation of $40 billion, its largest CPEC deal in history. Germany has announced severe restrictions on unvaccinated people, banning them from non-essential stores, recreational venues, and more. Elon Musk's stock sales of Tesla have now suppressed the $10 billion worth. DocuSign stock plummeted 42.2% after giving lower-than-expected sales guidance for quarter four. CEO Pag Agarwal, the new CEO for Twitter, has reshuffled his leadership team less than a week into the job. Hawaii recently just received a blizzard warning on Sunday from the National Weather Saturday from the National Weather Service, the only winter storm warning in the U.S. that happened recently. Bob Dole, World War II veteran, Senate leader, and presidential candidate for several years, had died at the age of 98 years old. Hedge fund billionaire Ray Dallow tried to clarify his controversial comments on China in a Twitter thread. The college football playoffs are set. Michigan will face off Georgia and Alabama will face off against Cincinnati. A smear sorted first threatens one of New York City's greatest treats. And Australia is the drunkest country in the world, according to certain studies. Speaking of Germany and Australia, we're going to talk about this more on the media episode and the media censorship that has come around. But the fact that they're concentrating on China and all the rest of it while similar things are happening in Australia is the hype of hypocrisy. You're supposed to talk about all of it as the same thing, as the same problem of freedom regardless wherever you go. And this has become a joke that they are excusing the behaviors of what's going on in Australia and Germany in particular and Austria in, 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 in turn, but always going to blame on China. It is one problem, and that is the problem of the way governments treat their people. If you don't see it as it is, then there is a humongous problem and that needs to be taken care of. One last thing about the conspiracy theories. And I mentioned this a little bit before, but let me make this point very clear. Just because it's a conspiracy theory and it's trying to express certain things in politics doesn't always make it true. One thing that you have to be very careful of, especially with all of these conspiracy theories and why not, is that sometimes these conspiracy theories is to cover up certain emotions. 
especially with the woke side of the liberals is to cover certain emotions they have never been been able to process or they refuse to pin that emotion towards where it is should be focused on and the use of conspiracy theories to cover up emotional issues shadow work that needs to be taken care of and all the rest of these things is one of the pernicious ways that conspiracy theories such as conspiracy theories have been used by both the mainstream media and others in order to dismiss the actual major political and social problems of many countries so people need to be extremely cautious on the way they see these conspiracy theories and the way they these conspiracy theories are enhanced by these particular entities in government and how it can be solved someone on twitter said how are we going to solve these issues of fake news i basically said how are you going to convince people after your colleagues and constituents always continue to call them names and call them stupid and all the rest of it instead of understanding what the real problem is we're going to talk a little bit more about this on the media episode next week speaking of things that are sick keith oberman stated some things on twitter that were beyond reproach and even david portnoy who's going through his own situations with sexual harassment had to call him out on it what you're beginning to witness and understand is the breakup of our society but in some ways you have to understand that god is good all the time the reason why keith oberman went on that disgusting twitter tirade is because a young male who was trying to stop a school shooter got himself shot by the perpetrator the perpetrator's parents have been arrested and all three are in jail i will explain how very scary that aspect is next week but Keith Overman came up and said that child, this, that, and the other thing, oh, it's because of the mother and all the rest of it. And it was a disgusting act. What happened is that Michigan had a championship game for the Big Ten against Iowa. They won by 38 points. It was 42 to 3. 42 was the number of the young man that tried to save his own school colleagues in that high school to try and stop the perpetrator. Also, another event took place with the National Football League where the Lions won their first game and the coach dedicated the game to that same young man. So, there is a God 
and he is truly watching over those that do the right thing. Next week's episode is the media episode. We get into the video games, we get into television, we get into uh, finances. I will be doing a disclaimer before we do the finances. And the disclaimer is important because I will be talking a little bit in the financial world world concerning Bitcoin and all the rest of it. And hopefully you might learn something from some of it, but don't take my financial advice. But mostly we're talking about media and the, and the whole lot of it, the media censorship, the news media, the whole nine yards. This will lead into the year end in review, which will be on the 18th of December. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to episode eight, season three of Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hallback. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic, soon on Stitcher, soon on Clubhouse, soon on Green Room, soon on Stereo Up with the interviews and wherever you get your radio shows. We will see you guys next week on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.